all you headless cowboys. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Kevin. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> and this is episode number 238, mm-hmm. the first episode of Podtober 2022. Yes. <laughs> we're talking, we're, we're starting things off with uh, Hey Dude Ghost Stories. It's the only way we can start with Hey Dude Ghost Stories. Man, happy Podtober to everybody out yeah. there. Hope everybody's feeling good. It's October. It's spooky season. Um, the last few Podtobers we've started with Kevin, and we're pretty well on record as Kevin uh, not being a fan of scary things. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Not being actually even that big of a fan of 90s Nickelodeon. <laughs> hey, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I don't think we've ever gotten you on the record on Hey Dude. Can we go for a trifecta? <laughs> uh, why, why don't we see how the, the rest of this, uh, this episode plays out here? Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's intriguing. Um, very nice. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, you feeling good? Podtober? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, good way to start it, actually. Yeah. I originally was thinking I didn't really remember that episode this, well, this episode that well, mm-hmm. but... Uh, as I was watching it, suddenly it was all coming back. Mm. It was like, this was sort of, for me, a classic Hey Do It episode. Yeah. I felt the same way where I was pretty sure I maybe hadn't seen it. And then there's a moment in the episode with um, Melody's head, or Brad, uh, Brad, Brad's Brad. head, <laughs> where I was like, I really remember this moment. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it did come back to me eventually. This, this one did not come back to me <laughs> at all. I mean, I, I probably saw it, but... Did you watch... Like, do you remember what... Because you, you've been on record before of, like, part of your childhood you didn't have Nickelodeon. Uh, once you did, do you remember ever, like, catching it? And Hey Dude, in general? Oh, yeah, I definitely watched Hey Dude. Okay. It mm. was one of the, the more frequently mm. watched ones by me. It was approved in oh. your household. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if there was any approval process. <laughs> but... Uh, it, it's one that I didn't always turn off. Okay. All right. That's a, a bit unusual. Hey, dude, for being one of your. I'm not saying that Nickelodeon show. I'm not saying the preferences of 11 year old me were. Yeah, yeah, any, yeah. Any good? We know. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I, I love it. Here yeah. for it. Oh yeah. Uh, we've gotten a little bit of flack lately of having people on for shows they don't like. <laughs> Um, so it would be a positive. Um, That's kind of fun, though. Yeah. I like it. I mean, you know, oh, I like it both ways. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Um, well, uh, I don't want to waste any time here, especially because we do have a This Month in History. It's been a long time, uh, but we're in the 80s. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. This Jeez. is, yeah. This episode uh, was season two, episode six of Hey Dude, which means it aired on November 17th, 1989, right at the wow. end of the 80s. Um, man, I was not thinking, hey, dude, was that early? I mean, I didn't look again to see what the... I'm pretty sure it's 89 to 91 or 2. Okay. Around there? I I was also surprised that it was not only in 89, but this was season 2. I thought I was very surprised as well. Yeah. Um, but we have definitely never talked about November of 1989. Um, so let's take a look. I actually sent Kevin a a text today being like, pretty much help, because I was (laughs) trying to find video game stuff for... November of '89. Yeah, was... I yeah I started doing some research, and for for some reason, there's someone out there that doesn't want to know, doesn't want anyone knowing what the heck happened in video game history it's like, in November 1989. Yeah, like, it's like totally scrubbed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, uh, let, let's do it. Um, a little about a little bit about November '89. A lot of sports stuff up top here, which I know you got to be excited about. Andrew. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the NBA expansion team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, make their NBA debut uh, that month. Uh, they lose uh, 106 to 94 against a now defunct Seattle SuperSonics. Um, the first NBA game at Orlando Arena for the Orlando Magic uh, occurs. They also lose their game to the New Jersey Nets, also no longer in New Jersey. Uh, this one's for Kevin here. Browns quarterback Bernie Kosar sets a club record of 16 consecutive pass completions. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> um, Baltimore Orioles' Greg Olson becomes the first relief pitcher to win AL Rookie of the Year that month. Good for him. Good. New York City elects its first African-American mayor, David Dinkins, uh, and first female comp <laughs> comptroller, Elizabeth Holtzman. So a few barriers there broken. Uh, East Berlin opens its borders. Wow, oh, yeah. That, that no was big deal. Big story. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, a law banning smoking on most domestic flights was signed by U.S. President George H.W. Bush, so the end of cigarettes on planes. Wow, interesting. Pretty, Different time. pretty late. I always love those Twilight Zones when they're just like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just really taking <laughs> those drag... Like pilots smoking in the cockpit. Um... That month, we have the conjunction of Venus, Mars, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, and the Moon. Oh, my goodness. Pretty. Think any, cre any crazy things happened? Yeah, ghost stories, hey, dude, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it all aligned. The whole universe aligned. At 2.30 p.m. on Friday. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, a, a famous current baseball player is born that month. A John, John Carlo Stanton, who plays for the New York Yankees, is born that month. Uh, and then famous actor Taron Edgerton, uh, who you know starred as Elton John uh, in Rocket Man. Uh, he's born that month as well. Uh, TV, one only one real notable show mm. premiered that month, but it's a good one. America's Funniest Home Videos. Wow, yeah, that was the premiere '89. Jeez, yep. took over the '90s. Bob Saget just came <laughs> storming into the '90s. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, ended that month. Um, Black Adder uh, goes forth is the final episode. Uh, the famous BBB BBC show uh, gets its final uh, episode. Of course, Rowan Atkinson, uh, one of our favorites. And the Super Mario Brothers Super Show ends that month as wow. well. Wow. Mm. Shame. Yeah. Music. Uh, we got some number one hits here. Listen to your heart. Rock set. <laughs> you know it? Um... Is it listen, listen to, to your heart? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think we got it. Um, when I see you smile by Bad English. Uh, hmm? Hmm, I'm not sure. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I know you know this one. When I see you smile. Is oh, that it? Oh, that could be it. That sounds like uh, something. <laughs> well, but I don't think that's Bad English. Okay. I don't know. May, may. Uh, and the, and the Millie Vanilli with Blame It on the Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other albums to be released that month. Queen Latifah releases her debut album, All Hail the Queen. Wow. <laughs> Perfect first album title. Just... Yeah. Uh, Pat Benatar, Eric Clapton, Scorpions, Frank Zappa, Phil Collins, Kenny G, Rush, um, and the uh, Primus. And the one I really wanted to note, um, this became a special record to me, is uh, Roy Orbison, A Black and White Night Live. Um, so a couple years ago, someone gifted me this record on CD, 
unopened from the 80s. It was like in one of those, you know, it's like a really tall oh, yeah. vertical box like with cardboard surrounding it. Got oh, one yeah. right here for the, uh, <laughs> for the dinosaur soundtrack. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so obvi- like this person gave it to me unwrapped from apparently 1989 and it just been sitting around. And then when the pandemic started and it was like the time period where like pretty much nobody was allowed to go see each other and you weren't even supposed to leave your house really. I started going for nightly drives. I was just like, you know what? Let's just bust out this Roy Orbison live. Uh, why was it gifted? To me? Yeah. Because like, the person knew I liked Roy Orbison. Okay. Like, they had it in their house or something? Or? Boy, we could really go down a, a rabbit hole here. Yes, this person definitely had it, uh, you know, I don't want to call it a hoarding tendency, but definitely, like, probably just stuff stacked. <laughs> yeah. Thought Joey would like this. Right. Easy gift. <laughs> um... So yeah, and then it just became kind of like my pandemic driving music. It would go out each night, very eerie, you know, March and April, just nobody around, just drive and listening to Roy Orbison live. It was <laughs> special. Wow. Good album, good album. All right, anyway, thanks for letting me go off on a tangent. <laughs> uh, movies, number one movies for two weeks, Look Who's Talking. Oh, that was a great movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great might be a little strong. Yeah. <laughs> Like on the multiplicity, multiplicity <laughs> level grade, or uh, so. You guys really did a number on me with the, with the shaming of of my love for multiplicity. I I actually I had a conversation with my boss at work like a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and I, I prefaced the conversation with, "All right, I know this is an awful movie because my friends tell me it is," and then I talked about multiplicity, and everyone liked it they said that's a great movie so i'm so confused but i still i I love multiplicity okay hold on uh so when we did that year in review i think it was just the shock that it was your favorite movie of the year not that you liked it okay also i i definitely hadn't seen it but i did do due diligence and watch it afterwards i don't remember if i think i was like maybe texting you while i was watching (laughs) it and i will say that like the first half is enjoyable uh, and then it just feels like it goes on forever. We don't have I, I to can't believe, it, but... I, I can't believe there was, like, well, uh, maybe you were just being, you know, effusive or something. But I can't believe there's more than one person in your office that uh, had seen it. Seems, like, impossible. Michael Keaton was a big deal. Yeah, but that movie in particular, yeah. I feel like... Let's let's move along here. Look All who's right. talking. It was pretty good, too. <laughs> had, had some Beach Boys in there. Good soundtrack. I, I do agree with that. Good yeah. soundtrack. Um, Eddie Murphy, classic Harlem Nights, is number one for one week. And, of course, Back to the Future for one week oh, at the okay. end of the That was a great movie. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. That, Kevin, I, we can see. <laughs> I yes, yes. Back to the Future is a, Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Back to the Future 2. Also Ooh, even movie. better. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, see, hard disagree. This is <laughs> ma- what, definitely one of the only sequels that I think is superior to the original. Mm. It definitely is. You don't even want my take on this. <laughs> uh, well, I can t- I can hear it. I'll hear it. I mean, the official trilogy order from best to worst is one, three, two. That's it. <laughs> two, one, three. Clearly, no. Yeah, no, no, there's no, no, no question about it. Three is uh, so good. Get me out west. Three is the. <laughs> I, I well, I'm I'm with Joey on three. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Three mm. is fine, except that after Back to the Future one builds up in Back to the Future 2 to, like, the biggest movie ever. <laughs> and then 
let's go back to the simplest <laughs> nothing time oh, ever. It, it just feels like it's a cozy. It feels movie. like it's going backwards, literally. Mm, it is. Mm. It is. <laughs> I mean, mission accomplished. <laughs> um, aptly named, apparently. Uh, yeah. What was it called? Back to the Future. Back to, oh, I thought there was like a, a subtitle. Back in time. Yeah. Um, uh, other movies come out that month. I wanted to just note that every single one of these movies were, was released on the same Friday as the as Ghost Stories, the, the day this episode premiered. Ready? Yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Okay. Harlem Nights, the Eddie Murphy classic. Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. Wow. Steel Magnolias. <laughs> great. That's a that's a big Friday. That's like oh a God. huge Friday. Are you serious? Little Mermaid, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Steel Magnolias, and Harlem Night. Can you um, imagine? How, and Ghost Stories. <laughs> I was gonna say, can you imagine how successful, how how much more successful those films would have been yeah, if, if people, they weren't standing in the shadow? If people weren't stuck at home, yeah. like, yeah. oh man, I hope this re-airs quickly. Um, yeah, it's fine. Finally. All right, all right. I thought it, I was pretty impressed. Uh, video games, Kevin. Were you able to find anything? Yeah. Well, I, I found a couple things here, and I, I don't even know if they count because a couple of them. I, there were a lot of Japanese games I found that were released, so I picked a couple that I could actually pronounce. But <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, when I was trying to research this, like every website I went to, I'm like, all right, 1989 games. We're going through every month of the year. We got tons of releases. I'm like, all right, October, here we come. November's coming, and then nothing. Straight to December. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. I'm like. I I went into this thinking there's no way that Joey couldn't like what that what the heck was Joey doing that he couldn't find <laughs> anything in this month and I was I, I got it so uh, I, I was able to find a PC game uh, the Japanese release of Battle Ace um, nothing there was a Famicom game called Dungeon Magic Sword of the Elements and then final fight in in the arcade so not on mm. not the yeah. nes release but yeah. i think the arcade release but mm-hmm. like that that was the the best i could come up with oh, there were better than what i came up with there <laughs> were a few more japanese games that i didn't want to take a stab at trying to pronounce <laughs> so sure. um, we we went with I, these i can appreciate that <laughs> yeah yeah um well that's a little bit about november of 89 I think we do have a little bit of news about October of 2022. Andrew, something is coming up here. Yeah. Um, if For those who have been following, um, I've been writing some books, and the third one in the Space Junk series will be coming out. Uh, either it's already out when you're hearing this, <laughs> or in a couple days or so. Um, a little took a little different tack this time it's called the deaths of adam jones Ooh, so it's, uh, right. it's connected yeah it's connected yeah. but like it's a very kind of different format and like what happens in it is kind of very it's pretty different from what has happened in the books previous um but it kind of appropriate for this month incidentally yeah um a lot of horror elements in oh, there cool. uh so yeah that should be love it available shortly at least amazon <laughs> yes on okay. amazon uh also if anybody is really interested um i can you can get uh signed books from me on etsy oh cool uh or just message one of us and i'll figure something out you know shoot the man at, shoot the man a dm yeah, yeah. could i bring my books to the next podcast oh, yeah, and of, have course. Sign them of course of <laughs> course <laughs> 
I love that. Kevin. <laughs> Just live as we're recording. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> An official book signing. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll look forward to trying to find the cryptic message on the blank pages at the end of this one. So. <laughs> that was, it might be a one-time thing. Right, well, a, right, we'll see. Right. Very yeah. cool. The death of Adam Jones. Cool. Deaths. Oh, the deaths. Yeah. Mal this Whoa. should. This might make sense if you're if very familiar with the ones that have come before this. Um, I mean, it'll definitely make sense if you've read them already. Okay. Fully. Okay. Okay. Um, so very cool. Um, well, guys, it's fall. It is. The smell of candy corn is in the air. Dried leaves. Dry. <laughs> the driest leaves. I'm wearing a bright orange flannel. <laughs> Sure, all right. Is that an honor? It is. I love it. Damn, I... Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was... It, <laughs> it really didn't bring it. I mean, yours actually is yeah. kind of Halloween-y. Yeah, black, I'm black like, and maroon, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, now that everyone knows what we're wearing. <laughs> Andrew wearing... I completely <laughs> forgot that we're even white in Halloween territory. Um, okay, well, uh, Andrew, do you want to walk us through it? Because I really think oh, yeah. probably some people really need this breakdown. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I... <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a less known maybe yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, okay, so one morning at the Bar Nun... Danny and Lucy find Mr. Ernst outside hanging upside down between two ladders. He explains that he has the hiccups and that the only surefire way to get rid of them is to drink water upside down. He guzzles some, and as the others help him down, he realizes his hiccups are gone. But as he gloats about his success, the hiccups suddenly return. <laughs> um, I don't know. With, I mean, <laughs> once I got through the episode and realized this was like going to be a recurring thing, it made sense. Yeah. yeah. At this moment, I was like, man, that was a terrible intro. I, I still kind of feel that way. I mean, especially because the tag at how the episode ends feels like, why did we need this hiccup? You have, you have Ben Ernst. <laughs> you could do whatever you want with Ben Ernst. And we get, we get hiccups on the scary episode. It, it is bizarre. <laughs> Maybe they're like, this is getting too scary. We got to throw something in here that's, yeah. yeah kids are going to be too freaked. Yeah. I, uh, I really wanted it, this beginning thing to at least like, I, f I didn't spend the time to come up with something, but I feel like I could have come up with some joke to like some actual punchline to yeah. end it. Yeah. Know? They, they came close at the end of figuring out how to use it, but not quite. Um, <laughs> hiccups. I wanted to ask, do you guys have like a method you go to when you really want to try to get rid of hiccups? Uh, I usually just hold my breath because it's mm -hmm. the easiest, most available thing you should. <laughs> yeah. um, I usually hang upside down <laughs> and drink water. So. It's hard to know when you're doing that for hiccups or when you're just doing that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I also just hold my breath. I don't. Yeah. Do you puff out your cheeks like a blowfish? <laughs> no, I do. Oh, I think it helps. <laughs> I mean, I'll try it next time. Interesting. Uh... You just hold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, you got to go. This is deep. <laughs> Pop it out. It really, I swear. Every, I will say every time I get hiccups, it goes through my mind briefly. Like, I think about those people that have had hiccups for like mm. 40 years yes. or whatever. Yes. I'm just like, please don't ever <laughs> allow that. There was that guy who had it for, I think, like 70 years. Oh, you, yeah. And uh, it, they said like the last three or four months of his life, it stopped. That's just... Just like a kick in the face. Like, that <laughs> whole scenario is, like, yeah. almost enough to make me uh, believe in, in some God. sort of uh, 
preordained. Yes. You know, everything. There's something. Like, yes. This guy did something so <laughs> horrendous. Like, this was his punishment. Yeah, karma. Yeah. Uh, that night, a storm rages outside as the staff plays charades in the bunk. I'm going to call them bunks. I don't know yeah. what they're called. Yeah. yeah. Storm, uh, yeah. by the way, just storms are such a nice setting for any show. For sure. Just love yeah. like a storm in the background of something happening. Feels I, cool. I, and I have to admit, in, in this show in particular, it feels like they, some effort was required for that. For sure. Know? Yes. Uh, just real quick, would we call that charades or would we call that Pictionary? Oh, Pictionary, mm. excuse me. Yeah, good call, good yeah. call. Pictionary. Pictionary. Uh, by the way, just in the Pictionary segment, like mm -hmm. I could see the picture, it, and I immediately knew what it was. I don't know. I made four notes on this episode, <laughs> and one of the four is, you'd have to be an idiot not to know he was trying to draw a T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, the game ends in an argument, and as they try to think of something to do while it rains, Melody suggests they tell ghost stories. Mm, I like it. Creepily. Yeah. But Ted promises to tell to tell a story that he sure will scare her because it really happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I like this I, setup. I, I do like the setup too. I was like, I'm kind of if this whole episode was just them telling ghost stories. Like yes, it feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The story is about Ted's great grandfather Jack, who worked in a dangerous sawmill. When Jack tried to advocate for safety measures, the owners of the mill arranged for him to have an accident. And when they were done, Jack was left without a right hand. <laughs> the lights in the bunk suddenly cut out, and Ted reveals that the mill owners were found strangled a few weeks later. Mm -hmm. Jack was the main suspect, but when the investigators discovered that the murders had been committed by someone <laughs> right-handed, he was ruled out. <laughs> Brad rightly guesses that it was Jack's severed hand that killed the mill owners. But Ted also reveals that the hand has been passed down through his family for generations <laughs> until it was finally given to him. Ted shows them a hand in a box. When Brad goes to touch it, it suddenly reaches out and grabs her. Yes. <laughs> when they find out it's just a trick, though, Brad is so mad she vows to get even. But Ted assures her that he cannot be scared. Yeah. I like this whole... Good premise. Yeah. Yeah. Brad, Brad is kind of... I mean, she's a little bit of a downer in this episode of just, like, how, like, unwilling she is to go with the fun. <laughs> and then, you know, Ted's got this also, like, you can't scare me thing, and we got a good competition yeah. going. And I like the story. I mean, yeah. especially as a kid, I thought it oh, was, the, like, the effective. sawmill story? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, 
What is it, Kevin? I didn't really have anything to add there. But... <laughs> okay, okay. Did it get you? Did it scare you? Uh, the yeah, hand? Yeah, it's terrifying <laughs> when it grabbed me. <laughs> I was actually tricked the first time through. I was looking at it closely. Yeah. I was like, what is the trick? And I'm like, oh, this must be a mistake. Both of Ted's hands are on the outside yeah. of the box. <laughs> I, I, I did think for a moment that it could be his hand in the box, but I'm yeah, like, there's yeah. no way he went through the effort to... <laughs> How could he even have the time to set this up? But, uh, you yeah. know. I, I like it. I mean, it just reminded me especially of pranks of this era yes you were talking about that magazine you used to get with all the kind of like Uh, things you never knew existed yeah things you never knew existed this feels very much in that realm where it's like a fake hand on a box (laughs) you stick your hand in your shirt you know yeah yeah. it's like a class you could pull it off as a kid potentially yeah i i guess what uh, what was weird is when they didn't believe him they thought it was a fake hand he's like go ahead touch it and like And, like, normally you would expect, like, the hand to start moving when, yeah. when he says that. And they, yeah. they just, like, show someone, like, gently <laughs> raising their finger on this, this hand. They're like, oh, yeah, that that's as real as it gets. That's, that's the real deal. I actually thought it was pretty good. I was imagining myself touching it. Like, oh, man, if you didn't know it was a real hand. Honestly... I'm laughing because I think I also did. Like, <laughs> I was like, because it really does look like a real hand. I mean, and spent, it was. Yeah, it was we, we've hand. spent too much time <laughs> on this hand. Okay. Um, late that night, when Ted comes in from working in the rain, Brad and Danny try to scare him. So weak. I mean, he like walks in, he decides he's not going to get changed, lays down on his bed, a hand pops up. At this point, you can tell by Ted's demeanor, this is, this is a child's play to him. But it's, um, Br- Danny. No, who comes through the door? Oh, oh Brad. Brad. Yeah. And she's got a, he calls it out, like it's a mixture of <laughs> yes. wrong horror. Uh, yeah, yeah, like... Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. Jason, yeah, and Leatherface. I, I wrote this down as one of my favorite oh, quotes. Okay. It, it's Chainsaw, not the Texas Handsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. But he, I think this is a good scene to really sell. Like, he's really cool. Like, Ted is unflappable. Oh, yeah, sure. I bought it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I also feel like the whole costume thing was, again, a little bit above and beyond for what I expect out of uh, Hey Dude. Like, yeah. mentioning these moves. Like, they put it something together. It made sense. The only thing I'll say, without ruining what comes next, is I wish they would have kept kind of going harder. Uh, yeah, Like, sure. uh, it felt like they were kind of going for it at the start here, and then it lulls. Yeah. Like, into, like, a, oh, yeah, like, it's Hey Dude, and... Sure. Sure. <laughs> We're just gonna chill for a little agree, bit. Agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next day, Mr. Ernst is hi- still hiccuping, hmm. and as the staff eats breakfast, Ted finds a glass eye in his cereal. 
Unamused by their lack of creativity, Ted offers them some condescending advice, and Brad becomes more determined than ever to scare him. Afterward, Melody calls Ted over to tell him a scary story she heard about the headless cowboy, complete with props, sound effects, and Brad's severed head. <laughs> <laughs> this whole setup is uh, again. I like. I like it. I uh, I like the trying to scare him, but it feels almost like right from the moment he walks in, almost maybe he knows too quickly, and yeah. So oh, then, yeah. It, then it kills a little bit of the momentum. Yeah. But yeah, he's just got that smug look on his face. That, <laughs> yeah. From the second he walks in, but I did like the headless cowboy story. Yeah, it's good. It, I, I guess throughout this episode, I wanted more of like I wanted just like an assault at ten, <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. just like different yeah. fails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the last one, when we get to it, I, is, is a good one. It's uh, well done. Yes, yeah. yeah. Although um, I have, I'll just say right now, I have questions about whether it was intentional or not. Um. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, I, I do want to mention Brad's severed head here. I, I could swear it was maybe used in a commercial mm. for Nickelodeon or something a lot, because it is yeah. a really memorable image. Yeah, it may have been. Later, Ted, after Ted successfully scares the hiccups out of Mr. Ernst, <laughs> Lucy tells them a ghost story of her own, mm -hmm. in which years ago all of the people at the ranch were killed with, inside their bunks with the doors and windows locked from the inside. From the inside. From the inside. <laughs> I know. From the inside. I, well, I love it. Ted, I do Ted, love this. Ted is, uh, he, they finally have done something that's like really hung him up. Yeah, yeah. How do you lock from the inside? This was also really effective when we were kids, for me, where I was like actually freaked out by this idea. <laughs> How did they, they were all killed from the inside of their... And it's kind of extreme for Hey Dude, talking about all these people being killed. At the Dude, yeah, yeah at the I, Dude Ranch, like, <laughs> the, I think the place would be closed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just felt like he wasn't really concerned about the murders, he was just more like, how how are they locked from the inside? Yeah, he, he wants, <laughs> like, to, know, he well, wants yeah, to know the yeah. logistics. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, how do you pull this off? I mean, yeah. that's what makes it really creepy. <laughs> you, you think Ted wants to kill people? No, it makes it creepy that they were... The locking from the inside is what makes the story, like, really creepy. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I also want to say, it's I don't really address it again, but uh, Mr. Ernst keeps addressing Ted, leaving stuff out, which I think, uh, uh, leaving tools out in the rain, and uh, I think it's, I like this in, in 
the sense of what whatever. I like this in the story context, but the way they use this, like, I haven't even heard about this till the last five minutes, and then they keep bringing it up over and over again. Yeah. Like, it would have been nice if it was a continuing. In fact, could have gotten rid of the hiccups, yeah. replaced it with this. <laughs> the tool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, oh, this story is so scary that it brings Mr. Ernst's hiccups back, and Ted is left wondering about the mystery. That night, Ted is in the bunk when he hears a series of strange noises. Spooky noises, you might say. <laughs> He figures it's just the others trying to scare him again, but when he finds the bunk empty, he gets worried thinking back to Lucy's story mm -hmm. again. I don't buy this. <laughs> I just don't buy it. Um, that he's scared? Yes. I, I, he, the whole episode, he knows they're trying to go after him. The moment I would even like start thinking I'm kind of scared would be, I feel like he's, and he does actually, yes, like he yeah. kind of goes like, ah, they're playing a trick on me, and then he too quickly goes back to like, no, I think it's real. I see what they're, I appreciate what they're doing, like, with it, how they're trying to make it seem like, uh, when he doesn't find them, he's like, oh, this could be real now. You yeah. know, I get, yeah. like, it, yeah. it's maybe, it, it could be more effective, but. Yeah. Is yeah. it just a combination of bad acting and shortage of time in the episode? Definitely shortage of time, because <laughs> I, when they started telling the spooky story, I'm like, ooh, okay, this is ramping up now, Lucy telling the tale. I looked at the clock, and I'm like, there's four and a half minutes left in the episode. <laughs> so I definitely think they could have stretched this, this rather than um, some of the middle stuff, I think they could have stretched this yeah, part a little yeah. longer. Um, he also has a moment where he thinks, they're, dig they dig, they dug into the cut into the bunk from underneath the Under. floorboards. Yeah, but isn't that right? That's the I only guess. way you could yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock from nice. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Like he's sitting there piecing it together. So in his mind, like this murderer is just completely under, under yeah, his yeah. feet, and he's just like, oh, they they they, they came under the floorboards and figured it out. <laughs> we, we did it. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a logistical guy. Like, yeah. I might be about to die, but I figured it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted suddenly runs to the door to escape, but he's greeted by a dark figure in a raincoat and, uh, I don't know, we call him shears. Yeah. Lightning crashing. Yeah. Oh. Also, at the beginning of the episode, you might have missed it, but briefly there's like a flash of lightning mm. above the barn. On. <laughs> it's got to be a special effect. Um it turns out, though, that it's Mr. Ernst, who gives a simple explanation for the sounds Ted was hearing, and Ted begs him and Lucy not to tell the others that he got scared. 
Yeah. Well, it's the tools, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is the big payoff. There, yes. <laughs> of all that tool talk. <laughs> Only he put that rake away. Yeah, yeah the yeah. rake was clinking. <laughs> Okay, so my question is, from earlier, is this coincidental, or is this them setting him up? Because nobody oh. seems to really come in and like really, yeah, I think be like we got you. I think it's definitely coincidental. Coincidental. Yeah, that so sucks. You, you don't think Lucy was I, in on this? <laughs> I. That's what I'm asking. Is yeah. Lucy in on this? I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I like that it went some place that I wouldn't have necessarily thought. Like, I would have thought they got him yeah. in the end. Yeah. So I like that. It's a little bit subverting what you think <laughs> is going to happen. Yeah. However, it would have been good had Lucy's story kind of been more... Just, again, like, more throughout the episode, maybe, so mm -hmm. that it's just getting into... You think it's getting into Ted's head. Lingering longer, yeah. 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 Um, but the way it really pays off is, like, oh, coinc co coincidence, please don't tell them... They walk in. Yeah. Haha, you got scared? Yes. Like, yes. no, I want them to be part of it. <laughs> okay, I mean, they they enjoy themselves. They're glad Ted got scared. Sure. Ted could only be scared by himself. It's the <laughs> okay. <theme> payoff. <laughs> I like that. I like that thesis. <laughs> I, I, did, I did enjoy how ashamed he was, though. Like, they... As, mm. as the scene is closing, mm -hmm. he's got like his his face in his Just hands, buried yeah, sure. in his hands. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> he, very upset. He, he can't believe this has happened. <laughs> uh, Mister Ernst celebrates the rain finally uh, beginning to let up, and the fact that his hiccups are gone again. But when Danny pats him on the shoulder, his hiccups come back. Oh, boy. But then he reveals he was just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Nailed it's it. a real sitcom-y kind of ending. Yeah, just not, like, a good, though. No. <laughs> it's not really in tone with the episode at all. Like, you had kind of this dramatic moment, and it's a real chuckle fest. I, I have to admit, this watch, I I assumed the hiccups had come back. That mm. was the end of the mm. joke. So they, they got me a little. Um, the next morning, Ted tries to scare the others by jumping out of a trough dressed as a mummy. But this time, they're the ones who are unimpressed. The mummy uh, getup was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looked nice. It was good enough that I was like, I can't believe they only used this for four seconds at <laughs> yeah. the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in the end, like, 
nobody's learned anything and yeah nothing that's okay ted has been not humiliated enough that's like the yeah what it's supposed to be i still kind of walk away thinking yeah ted's unflappable it does <laughs> sort of <laughs> yeah. um any thoughts final thoughts um, not, not really. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you want to look at what it went into this thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, why don't we do that? Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Well, um, to get into Bios, I, uh... Couldn't believe we hadn't talked about Ted McGriff himself. Wow. Um, he was played by David Lasher, and he was kind of a regular face in the early 90s. Mm. Uh, he appeared on Roseanne, Full House, Step by Step, 90210, Blossom, Clueless the Series, wow. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and later, uh, Melissa and Joey. Holy moly. That's like, that's the Mount Everest of <laughs> 90s kids yeah. viewing yeah. yeah it makes me think he just like he could have easily lucked out into a main role somewhere yeah. just maybe didn't yeah materialize he's not a bad actor no he's good yeah uh, and i you know he is in this he's like the perfect annoying guy yeah. yeah uh well i think maybe we've talked about this guy before uh but I just couldn't believe, I mean, you know, he's been so successful since. Uh, this was co-written by a guy named Graham Yost. Uh, he wrote a ton of these. He wrote uh, the movie Mission to Mars. Uh, he was a writer on the Steven Spielberg produced series The Pacific on HBO. Uh, writer on Justified, Sneaky Pete, producer on John Adams on HBO, The Americans. Uh, so I just love this hmm. idea that this guy went from Hey Dude yeah. to, like, prestige <laughs> TV. Yeah. Yeah. You said Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars. Yeah, yeah he was I like, like he was uh, the screenplay writer. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was it for bios. Uh, any trivia? Um, just one. This is one of eight episodes in which Tucson casting person Peggy Dunlap is given special thanks at the end. Mm, dang. <laughs> Did you find that online, or you like dug that? Uh, I noticed her name at the end, and I. So, I looked on IMDb, it listed some, and then I checked the other episodes just to make sure uh, she that wasn't like a mistake. You know? Okay, okay. Uh, my only trivia is that the entire wiki page for this episode is just uh, has uh, the letters TBA. <laughs> <laughs> That's awfully interesting, wow. considering the disappearance of all video game history from that time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe huh. maybe people don't this, want to know what's happening in November. I uh, think this is connected. 89. November eighty nine. Hmm. I I suspect that there was a scene removed from this episode of somebody <laughs> playing the worst video game ever created, and it's that space <laughs> conjunction. Yeah, something went haywire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so there is a, it's, it's weird to even make a wiki page and then not, not fill like, it who in. made it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just waiting to be filled in out there. There you go, anyone... folks. Yeah. Someone, well, someone do us a solid. Uh, stray observations? Um, yeah, I got some. Uh, did you guys catch the year and place that great grandpa Jack worked at the sawmill? 
No, I, I almost wrote that down. I, like 1895, maybe? Close. Uh, 1863. Yes. Uh, Did right. you know it already? Like, have it written down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> that <would> be... <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't actually have many uh, observations, but I have that one. Uh, where? Like, he said the state? Yeah. Was it Massachusetts? Yep. Okay. <laughs> big, big sawmill region. Oh, okay. Of the country. Wow. Good knowledge. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> did you have any? I, I almost wrote down all of the uh, all of the guesses during Pictionary mm. at the beginning, but well, thank you for the segue. Yeah. Uh, can you guys tell me any of the guesses <laughs> during Pictionary? <sighs> well, I know one of them was a rat, right? Yep. Um, I know the answer. Oh, that's what. Well, well, you know that. No, go ahead. I mean, we know it was a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but. Well, oh yeah, the fight. Okay, okay. What they all thought it was was Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things. Yeah, there was. Oh. They, they <laughs> were right. rattling off like four or five right at the beginning. So. You want them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Woodchuck, Wolverine, Beaver, uh, Marmoset, g Gopher, Groundhog, Rat, Mouse, Gerbil, really big Jeez. Gerbil, <laughs> and Man-eating Wolverine. Wow, I never. I. That, if, that scene felt like it passed in like 10 seconds. I can't believe they got all that. They rattled them fast, yeah. and like some of them are talking over each other while they're like <laughs> shouting out some. But yeah. When I was watching this, every time I like would move the whatever, um, every time I like tried to change where I was at the, in the video, I got like three more ads. <laughs> so uh, like that's why I didn't want to go back and do anything. Yeah, you got something against Coles or? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, where were you watching this? Uh, Daily Motion. No. Okay. Where'd you watch it? Uh, Daily Motion. Oh, okay. Oh. How disappointing. I... Uh, did you catch why Ted says Jack, uh, uh, great, great Grandpa Jack was lucky? A reason mm. for being lucky. Even though he worked at the Dangerous Sawmill. That's a good one. Uh, no. He still had all his fingers. Mm, yeah, because mm. because those were this they was... were severing fingers and hands left and right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, when Melody is telling the story of the headless cowboy, she mentions that he's going to a specific place. Oh, I... I do not recall no. the place. You might know it, Tombstone. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> heard of it. I do. Um, I did have one of my, my other favorite quote from the episode. Oh yeah, when, please. When Brad was scared out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, did you get how long Ted has been hearing and telling ghost stories? According to him, this is how he mm. became an expert. Since he was four. Not quite that uh, long. Does he give an age? Shoot. Yeah. Eleven. Since he was eight years old, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I, I win by prices, right? Rules. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brett. Uh, oh, I just noted that uh, Brad had Freddy's glove and shirt, oh, uh, yeah. Jason's mask, mm -hmm. and Leatherface's overalls, <laughs> and the handsaw was yeah, you know. yeah. Um, and I guess you did. Oh. Ted has rules for scaring. Did you get these? Oh. It's three rules. Um, it's something about like setting the atmosphere. Yep. Um, and no, 
I, I can't remember. <laughs> Make it real. Make it real. And put in a little twist at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, he's a he's a student of Rod Serling. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, and finally, I I think I got this right, but I noted the number of extras in this episode. Did you have any guesses? It's more than I would have originally. Wow. You outdid me this time. <laughs> I, I thought you might have this, but... Um, how many did you guess? Seven. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> what? No, well, that could be... Shoot. I can't believe... I'll, I'll say ten. Fifteen. Oh, man. Or, like, exterior there, shots? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There were some sneaky ones. Yeah. Where, like, you could just make out somebody <laughs> in the distance. A blob. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright, well, uh, Ghost Stories on IMDb has a rating of 7.8 out of 10, wow. which is pretty good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a pretty well-loved... Um, hey, dude, in fact, I want to say when we did our... So long ago, but when we did our Nickelodeon Awards, yeah. our fake award yeah. show five years ago, uh, I think this is what won Hey, Dude. Wow. Okay. All right. I be- I can believe that. Uh, yes. This was uh, this was <laughs> wow. the highest uh, rated Hey Dude, followed by Battle of the Sexes, Murder He Wrote. Oh, oh, that yeah, might be yeah. a good one for yeah. the future. Uh, and Double Date. Wow. Yeah. Um, I really like this episode. I um, there's only one other episode of Hey Dude that I like specifically remember. We haven't talked about it yet. Mm. Um, but. I, I might be called scavenger hunt or something mm. like that. Anyway, maybe maybe we'll eventually cool. get to it. Um, well, out of five crib stars, what did you? What yeah, you... Uh, one of the best hey dudes I think actually. Um, it's totally rough, a lot of tech <laughs> objective issues with it, but I gave it a four out of five. Okay, um, wow, pretty high. Yeah, I I <laughs> I, I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> I guess it gets bumped up because of the nostalgia factor for me and remembering this episode specifically as like as and as far as um live action shows before Are You Afraid of the Dark, this episode felt like the only thing besides Zeke the Plumber mm. that was like creepy enough for me. I think Zeke the Plumber almost hurts this episode a little bit because it's oh, like yeah. the same template, but uh, obviously Salute Your Shorts went real hard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this one goes a little less hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, nice. what, what did you yeah. think? Uh, I, I gave it a three out of five. And yeah. mostly <clears throat> I, I enjoyed the, the episode. I think it just had the pacing issues. I think what you mentioned earlier, Andrew, about... You know, if they spent a little less time on on the hiccups and maybe a little more time, like kind of setting the stage for that yeah. final scene, I think that that would have been really nice. Um, and you know, kind of some of those scares in the middle there, I was just like, all right, we see what they're doing yeah. here. Like, yeah. So um, overall, it was a pretty good episode. I just uh, struggled with the pacing a little bit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I like I'm. I'm kind of in between, I guess literally. Uh, I gave this a 3.5, which is my highest score. We've talked about um, Killer Ernst, Magnum Ernst, uh, Cowboy Ernst, and Ted Saddle. Uh, And so this is definitely my highest score for of those we've watched. I 
I think, like, compared to most shows, there are p- pacing problems with this, but actually this episode of Hey Dude is, in comparison to other <laughs> Hey Dudes, pretty fast-paced. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I didn't have that much of a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I think the reason it gets docked is because, like, it's kind of supposed to be scary, but it's not really scary enough. Yeah. It's not really funny enough. Uh, and so... It's a good hey dude, but it's uh, I can't I couldn't I can't go, I can't get to the fours on it. Um, I guess, but a solid a solid like for night for Nickelodeon for this era, it's like a it's a fine entry into the spooky yeah. episodes. I, I guess in the early going, I was like I was like oh are they just are are they just going to be in this room just telling stories the entire episode? You would not have liked that. Uh, I I don't know like I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe not. Yeah, I was ready to get cozy. I was like, get a blanket. <laughs> let's hear some like, because honestly, the saw the sawmill strangler was like a pretty good. It was yeah. a pretty good story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a good story. I guess like usually when they set up an episode like that, they'll they'll start telling mm. the story and yeah. then and then they flash to yeah, it actually yeah, happening. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, wait, so no, that, we're <laughs> we're just gonna listen to this guy? Tell not that story. kind of budget, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will also say that this was a pretty good use of ensemble for Hey Dude. Mm. Like, not every... I mean, there's not a lot of Buddy. Yeah. Not a ton of Danny, but everybody has, like, a moment for the yeah, most part. that's true. So that's pretty good. Um, one uh, other sort of issue that I had, uh, the way they were going back and forth, it was like, it's raining out in the desert, it's storming, mm. whatever, but then the next day, it's like a perfect it's day. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all the earned scenes are like, oh, it looks gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right, you guys want to name this puppy? Yeah. Sure. There's only one name for this thing. If we don't really? all have the same name, I'd be shocked. Uh, is, <laughs> okay. I'm sure that you don't have mine, probably. Uh, I called this one Scaredy Ted. <laughs> okay. 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 That's not mine. You're right. Um, maybe it's a variation of yours. I have. Are you afraid of the dude? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, I like it. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm just crazy. Uh, I called this thing better off Ted. Oh. oh okay. Wow. That's good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, all right. One more time. What is it? Uh, scaredy Ted. Are you afraid of the dude? <laughs> so this would this would be almost like a prequel to Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, yeah. It's where like DJ McHale was sitting around, and being like, you know what? I could telling t- story, telling scary stories with kids. I can do better than this. I, I like to think he thought <laughs> this is garbage. This was his inspiration for the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, the, the way it starts, it very well matches that tone. Uh, and I said, better off Ted. We'll we'll post those and. Uh, you guys can vote. It'll be a quick turnaround here because, of course, our next episode is coming very soon uh, since uh, we're doubling the output yeah. for this month. Um, before we do that, we've got a couple short letters. Um, this first one is from our longtime friend, uh, Marlena. Nice. And she wrote us about her favorite Hey Arnold's. Just a real Ooh. simple list here. She said, Hey, gut buckets and blowholes. As a huge fan of Hey Arnold, I thought it was only right to share my top five favorite episodes, which are as follows. Number five, Helga's Parrot. Nice. Like that one. Yeah. Uh, four, Headless Cabby. Oh. Hey. Uh, three, Ghost Bride. Ooh. I don't know if I remember that one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and she's using emojis here, which I love. Uh, <laughs> number two, Helga on the Couch. One of my favorites. Wow. Yeah. And, of course, uh, 
an all-time classic. Number one, Arnold's Christmas. Uh, yeah. uh, she says, I owned the episode on VHS growing <laughs> up and look forward to watching it during the Christmas season every year. Cool. Close yeah. calls include What's Opera Arnold, School Play, mm. and Married. Ferguson, Arnold Save Sid. Okay. Mm. She said uh, she, hoped, she finds it to be the weakest of the Sid episodes. <laughs> uh, hope you have an awesome week. Your fan, Marley Luke. Uh, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Good you, list. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from Allie. <laughs> she says, hey, hello, fellas. I know I just wrote you, but felt compelled to write again after hearing Andrews Ferguson for Song of the Year in, re- year in Review 2002. Five for Fighting Superman. You're Ferguson. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. <laughs> Andrews absolutely correct in this selection. Thank you. <laughs> Well, it was actually released in 2001. Around that time, little 14-year-old me and my best friend Dimitri were obsessed with this song, without any possible or logical reason as to why. The band was coming to our hometown, and we begged our parents to let us go to the show by ourselves. I assumed they wouldn't take us themselves because of how awful the band is. (laughs) They said they weren't comfortable us going to a concert unsupervised, and I still laugh at the idea of two 14-year-olds surrounded by what I assume would be middle eight, be middle to late-aged white adults <laughs> rocking out to five for, five for fighting like they were the Beatles. In, in retrospect, I think my parents were likely embarrassed their child wanted to see this band that overtook the smooth rock airwaves. Yes. Anyways, upon hearing Andrew's selection, I had to share and hope you two can share a good laugh. Looking forward to Podtober, mm-hmm. your pal Allie. Wow, really nice. Love yeah. it. Love that tape. <laughs> Love this whole story surrounding the song. That's yeah. great. I mean, that's very, yeah, like, you know. As a kid, you just, you don't know how things are going to age, and yeah. you might just love Five for Fighting. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I get it. So I, I didn't laugh at that story because she said she only hoped that the two of you enjoyed a good laugh oh, about okay. it, but I did, I, did, <laughs> I did enjoy the story. It was it was really well written, and it, I kind of felt like I was there. So That, yeah. that and you're just a giant yeah. Five for Fighting fan. <laughs> well, clearly. Let's, let's not get into this now. <laughs> you got a full tattoo sleeve. <laughs> Says it ain't easy. <laughs> um, uh, just to set the record straight for her, for Ellie, yeah. I, I am not a five for five. Really? No. <laughs> right up there with the Beatles for you. <laughs> no, they're, they're actually one of those bands that you, I don't even list as my favorites because it's just like a, oh, an assumed, sure, it's sure. a given. Yeah. Like, yo, that's all. That's yeah. always number one, and then everything else comes after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your Instagram page is just <laughs> screenshots of <laughs> uh, like whatever song you're playing that day. All right. Um, well, that was a bunch of fun. Good to talk, yeah. hey dude, always. Yeah, um, yeah. It's the most middling show that I like talking about. For sure. Yeah, I think that's right. It's not bad, but it's certainly not the best, and it's fun. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 Always. All right, Andrew. Uh, so, what is next in Podtober? Uh, next up, we're talking the tale of the doll maker. Ooh, boy. <sighs> Classic episode. Long time coming. Uh, Several people requested that we do this one. Um, I'm pretty excited. It came up earlier this year on our favorite objects episode. Yeah. (laughs) I had some issues with your selection of it. (laughs) But that does not mean I have issues with the episode. Um, And we are also going to have a first time guest of uh first time guest on this episode of someone we've known for a long time very well or what i would yeah. call an in real life fan, yeah. uh, friend <laughs> yeah yeah uh who uh we've asked to be on the show before this is a big get 
Yeah. I mean, this is like for us, I think the equivalent of like getting like a guest celebrity. <laughs> like we finally got our friend to come on the show. Um, I think he'll t- probably talk about it, but he does not does not care. Did not watch Nickelodeon, yeah. but has gotten into Are You Afraid of the Dark this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, I love it. Well, I'm feeling really appreciated as you guys talk about your biggest get ever. <laughs> so, Kevin, um, it's been five, hope, ye- five hope years. Everyone has a really nice time listening. Five years to of your the heck this is <laughs> taking five years of your multiplicity. <laughs> Uh, we love having you, Kevin. You know that. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, great to have your input. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Um, if if I may, I just want to comment on one thing okay. that you mentioned okay. at the beginning of this episode. Okay. Um, you mentioned that I've not really been a fan of 90s Nickelodeon, so I thought I would share with the two of you <laughs> and all of you listeners that... I, I actually have been watching a lot of 90s Nickelodeon Ooh, oh, as of late. So yes. with, with the addition of all that and Keenan and Kel to Netflix hey. and, oh, right. and my kids being old enough to enjoy that kind of television, yeah. we have been pretty much exclusively watching Keenan and Kel. Wow, um, nice. In the, in the Kevin family household. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So um, <laughs> I, I am just loving the heck out of this stuff it's like i'm discovering it for the first time even though i watched it as a kid so it feels good it's yeah it's interesting and i thought i i could share that with you keenan and kel is fun right like it's it is. it's just kind of you'd have to be a real stick in the mud to watch it and be like i, I can't get on board with this <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what was the other one all that yeah yeah um, more on the fence. I mean, I've I've stated on this podcast in the past that I wasn't really an all that fan, hmm. but I've really been having some good laughs. So. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, that's great. This is encouraging. Yeah. yeah. By next year, you're gonna be like a rabid superman. <laughs> like, just, uh, just keep throwing this stuff on Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. watch it. Love it. Great time. Uh, well, we hope we see all you spooky mill owners next episode. Kevin. <laughs>